Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. Hello everyone, how are you? How are you? We are back today with another episode of the Taryn Lamp Show. This is episode number 59, 59. Thank you so much for joining me each and every Tuesday. We are here at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8.30 Eastern Time for those on the East Coast, and 5.30 Pacific Standard Time for those on the West Coast. So I would like to ask of you to make sure that you are going to my YouTube and subscribing at Taryn Lamp or I am Taryn Lamp. Also checking out, we are now available on Apple Podcasts. So I wanna thank everyone for their support getting me there. So I am on Apple Podcasts at The Taryn Lamp Show. And then you can find me, of course, on IG Live every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time for another episode. If you have a story, and I know you do, I would love to have you here on the show. Please make sure you get a hold of me. If you know someone who has a story, I would love to have them on the show. Just hook us up, give us a DM. If you have my number, um, send us a text message. So make sure, you guys, that you are tuning in, you are liking the videos, you're sharing the videos, you're following, uh, again, on IGTV, YouTube, and now on Apple Podcast. Okay, so, yes, so my guest I see, hello, Winter. Bethany, I am on my way. Let's see if I could get you in here. Um, let's see. Uh, invite. There you are, Miss Bethany. Hopefully all works well. And again, thank you everyone for joining us. This is the Taryn Lamb Show, episode number 59. Hi, Bethany. Hey. How are Can you? Can you hear me? I can. There was a little delay for a second, but I think I got you. Okay. I think. How are you, beautiful? Um, I'm good. You look beautiful. You got, I was like right in the middle of wash my hair time. I forgot. I was like, oh, can't do it right now. Your but eyebrows look good. great. Thank you. Thank you. you you've inspired me. <laughs> I'm like, mine look uh, like a little, you know, well, they're okay. They're not a unibrow yet. So I'm okay. Oh, you're good. You're good. But I miss you so much. I miss you, you too. Little delay, yeah. I know. So for, I'm going to let Bethany get into this, get into her story for sure. But I want to let everyone know. So for those who may not know, 
um, most people know that, that I had cancer and most people know my mom had cancer and I stayed in solidarity with my mom. So Bethany was the one who started this. Bethany, do you remember? Yeah. You were shocked. Yeah. You were so shocked. <laughs> I was. was. For real. So here we are years later and I'm still holding on. I'm, I don't think I'm, I mean, I might grow it back eventually. I know, I want to join you. You what? I want to join you. Oh, come on over. I'm like, great. to cut or not to cut. It's, it's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. It's, 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 it's wonderful. I mean, it's so freeing. I get to do everything I want to do. I get to swim, work out. Um, it's easy. I don't think about it. Occasionally, like, just, I actually got a cut today, and it grows so fast. Um, that occasionally it looks wild. Like if I let it grow too long, just kind of is wild. Uh oh, can you hear me okay? You're frozen, I think. We both might be frozen. Let's see if you come back. Hello, hello? I don't know if it's me or you. Maybe if someone is on, if they could tell us if. I'm frozen or, oh, Bethany went away. So, okay, let me see. She's coming back in. Oops, let's see. Yes. She's coming back in. Bethany? There you it are. It kicked me out. Okay, yeah. it kicked me out. I could see you. And so just so I'll tell the viewers that if for whatever reason, both of us get kicked out, we will be back. So we're okay. back 730 um, to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if for whatever reason, both of us get kicked out, we'll be back. Okay, okay. Cool. so Bethany, 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 tell us your, like I, I put on your uh, tagline, you know, you, you, you hold many hats. So tell us your journey, I guess, you know, to, yeah, you hold many hats, which is amazing. So tell us your journey. Tell us how you started. Tell us where you are. You know, tell us how you got there. Tell us your story. So oh. my, I'm trying to remember what you put on my tag, tag lines. So um, I put wife, entrepreneur. I guess I'll go. Okay. But, um, of course, of course so. the beauty industry, you know, faith walker, all that. Okay, so I think it all ties together. So the, the beauty, I'll start with the beauty industry part. So I am a shop baby, a salon baby. My mom is a hairstylist. I have an aunt who's a hairstylist. So I grew up in the beauty salon um, helping out. I was the, the shop girl. I was the assistant. But I didn't think that would be my path, my journey, because mm. I was like, I'm not spending every Saturday in a salon. I'm going to be out doing my thing. That was my plan. I'm not spending my nights in a salon all night. But um, it just came naturally um, mm. for me, um, styling hair. And I just always love people. And mm. particularly, I love encouraging women. And I love beauty. And I actually love focusing on things that are internal that help express outer beauty, I would say. I really believe that beauty really lies within more so than mm. the outer appearance is just another uh, asset to what a person really holds within. 
Um, so my journey started, you know, as an assistant in my mom's salon as a teenager. And fast forward, um, I'm from Mississippi. Um, I moved to the Chicago area to get married to my husband. Um, and, and after that point, I, for like a year or two, I was a, a homemaker not knowing what I wanted to do. And then I decided to go to beauty school. And it was a breeze because I already knew everything. Um, I finished early. I finished beauty school early. Um, I went into the first salon I went into. I went in as another assistant. It was a uh, Latina salon. Um, and I kind of faked it till I made it. Faked my <laughs> way through some, some stuff. I butchered some haircuts. Um, oh, no. I did pedicures. I did manicures. <laughs> I learned how to do I did men's cuts. I, so I was doing everything until I started to really um, niche out like the parts that I was good at and what I wanted to focus on. And that was healthy hair care. And during that time and products, I was really into products. And so during that time, I actually went back. I had an opportunity to go back to my cosmetology school to get my teacher's license and um while I did that um I had another opportunity to work for a product company so my time as a beauty professional wasn't just as a hairstylist behind the chair I worked for a major product company a lot of products everybody used as I am cure care um a firm so I was an R&D stylist for seven years and so what that entails is me testing products that um, were up and coming to the market on live people, you know, before they, years before they even came out, I was that person who would help pick fragrance, help pick the consistency of a product, um, mm. help determine what type of bottle or container that it should, that a professional would like to use. So um, I did that for about seven years. And was that then fun? I went back into the salon. It was. was it, it was fun, yeah. but it it can be limiting because mm. the focus is not really to build your skill as far as styling goes. The focus mm -hmm. is to test the products to make sure that they do what the um, what they say they do. Okay, and so. And um, we tested all types of before keratin treatments were hot on the market. Um, we were testing them 10 years ago. So, um, so a lot of things that people are using now today, I see in the stores, like, yep, we tested that. Um, so it, okay. it was fun and working with chemists, that's always fun, you know, learning, learning formulas and what goes into what and, um, why a product does what it does and, what it's supposed to do all of that was fun and I think all jobs in my career were um opportunities for me then were for my now so after the product company I then began to teach I taught at a mom and pop type school then I taught at a corporate school um at Empire Miss Roberts Academy um so I've been the clinic floor teacher. I've been um, the theory teacher, the advanced teacher. Um, mm -hmm. I was really um, 
hooked on teaching the business portion of business planning for a beauty business because people, their skills are great, mm -hmm. but a lot of time in a beauty industry, um, they just don't know how to run a business, how to set it up properly, um, how to really be your own entity, be your own boss within somebody else's business. Even mm -hmm. as a booth renter, you are your own business. So you're supposed to be legally set up, you know, okay. as your own entity. So stuff that I, I take all of my jobs as a teacher, as a stylist behind the chair, and then becoming my own salon owner, um, um, as a R&D stylist for a product company, like I was a sponge. I think we all are sponges and we're supposed to soak up all that stuff mm -hmm. for our own entrepreneurial journey. So all of that is helping me um, in my now. And that's how I met you. I was yeah. teaching at Empire mm -hmm. and um, one of the, I think I was teaching advanced and it was my classes night to be on the salon floor. And one of my things was I never wanted a a client to walk out, you know, feeling like they 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 went to a school. Mm. Um, so I just always try to help the students focus on like giving the client their best. Whoever's in your chair, give them your all, give them your best. So so were you are you ever to look back on it and you're surprised because you opened up the conversation with I was not going to do this, you know. And you were like, I was gonna be the opposite of being. Were you ever? Do you look back on it now and think, Wow, I'm kind of surprised where I am. I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't know what type of teacher. Okay. So yeah, I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't think it was gonna be um, in the sense of cosmetology education, um, teaching a trade. I'll say, and so um, I'm not. I'm not. I guess I'm. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised now mm -hmm. because like it all just happened so like flawlessly, I guess, like easily. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, I'm, I'm hooked. Like this yeah. is my industry. I love it. And so I just, I relocated last year to Georgia from Illinois. And before the pandemic, I was, I was a little, I was having some health challenges and I was sick. And so that led to me closing my salon but even before that, I was trying to work my way from behind the chair. I think you already knew this. A lot of my clients knew that the education piece that I was starting with my other business, beauty business education, with the coaching and doing the classes to prepare beautypreneurs, you know, how to set up the business, how to do business planning. A lot of that stuff was for me to create, you know, another stream of income so I could retire myself from behind the chair. But it happened early with my health. <laughs> and so um, I took that time. At first, I was really, like, overwhelmed. Like, okay, what am I supposed to do? It was just a fight to still want to do this. Mm -hmm. And so now that I relocated um, and feeling way better, um, just rebranding those things, um, I'm not going to go back behind the chair, but I'm I'm staying in this industry. So the thing that I'm working on now um, our salon suites. We're working on our own independently owned salon suite here in Georgia, trying to get the first location up and running this fall. Um, so sometimes I am surprised by it. I guess so, Taryn. I am like, okay, I'm really taking this beyond, you know, mm -hmm. what I tell people, you don't have to just stay behind the chair, but I'm taking it beyond the chair. And I get to talk to women still every day 
about beauty, mm -hmm. about, you know, their self-image, uh, about self-care. I still get to motivate um, entrepreneurs. And I don't even just limit information that I share to people in the beauty industry. Like if you're an entrepreneur, you know it, and you have a business idea, mm -hmm. I'm going to help you brainstorm. I'm going to help you figure out, like, how do I bring this to manifestation? How do I work this out? What were some of the, the obstacles that you faced, you know, in just your journey, whether it be, you know, a lot of things. You kind of mentioned your health. You mentioned moving. You know, take, I'm, you know, entrepreneurship, moving, health. You know, what were some of the obstacles that you faced along your journey uh, that, you know, have, have either like maybe had you take a step back or 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 rethink something or reinvent or rebrand or what were some of the obstacles that that maybe you've came across um having the correct team mm, okay yeah, having like having the correct people it's hard to like a team i'm i'm like that i'm that person that I rather have I rather do it alone than have fake help. Like you say you're gonna help me or Ooh. you say you're gonna be down for Ooh. the cause and then I can't rely on you. So uh -huh. I'm that person. So I really have a problem. <laughs> I do. That's fake the problem help. with delegating things out to people. And then when I first opened my salon, um I feel like it's enough. There are enough clients for everybody to eat, right? Fin financially for everybody to grow. But when I asked for help from like people that I knew in the beauty industry that I looked up to, um, other salon owners, just stuff like with with contractors and build outs, and like I would send them a message or a text, and they would not respond to me. Mm. They responded months later, and I'm like, that's okay. You know, it's done now. So they truly saw it as competition and mm. I wasn't um, seeing that way. Like, so um, those were, those were some of the main obstacles, I guess, just having to help and finding a team, like yeah. really finding genuine people to support. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine, you know, that's hard, especially, you know, just it's, it's weird because like you said, people, a lot of people may have thought you were competition and wanted to know, you know, more about how to compete against you or wanting to learn the information to compete against you rather than, you know, to help you, right? Yeah. Um, knowing you personally, you know, I know you're, you, you don't even have that in your spirit. I mean, I think, are you, um, what's the word? Are you ambitious? Absolutely, right? But you're not a stabber, you know what I mean? If you will. You know, not at all in your in your spirit, like in your soul. Yeah. So I can imagine that was hard for you to even work with, or maybe it was even hard for you to identify because you don't you don't do that. You know what I mean? But yet, yeah. some people around us are taking us and and trying to you know compete against us rather than than help us. And and I can imagine that space of beauty is, you know, is is just as competitive as any other you know entrepreneurial space we we think about. So you kind of mentioned it. Um, before but i always like to ask guests you know what are some of their their um well maybe i go i'll go to this one first pieces of advice so you give you have an entrepreneur he or she's starting a business whether or not it's in the beauty industry we don't know but you can you can make it in the beauty industry or not what are th mm, three 
three pieces of advice that you would give them. Um, to have a plan. Have a plan. Definitely, I think, um, yeah, a plan is important. Um, to be passionate about it. Like, and when I say passionate, it, can you do it for free? Like, mm -hmm. is this something that you could do for free and you, it would give you so much joy um, from doing it for free? And the third one, let's see. Woo. Have a plan, have passion, purpose. Like, uh, make sure it, um, if, like, purpose in your life, like, that you can yeah. fuse, um, I say, passion and purpose together. Passion, purpose, and profession. That's one of the things that I like to focus on as far as being the core values of, like, my brand is um, fusing passion and purpose together um, and expressing it through your profession. Like, you can really create a profession out of things that you are passionate about and that mm -hmm. serves um, the greater good of others and yourself. Like, you can have great purpose from it. Let me ask you this one. And this is just, again, because I know, you know we have these conversations on my bracelet. We have these conversations and had these conversations when we were in the shop. But you've done an excellent job of infusing faith into your business. Okay. I feel like. And I feel like you're not uh, afraid to share that. You know, and that's interesting, I think, in entrepreneurship and business, right? Because some people get, a, well, some people, I don't know if it's interesting, but some people get a little, you know, um, about doing that. Can you tell me, like, I guess, is, was that something natural? Was that something purposeful? That's just, I know it's just Bethany in her heart, but I think for, you know, for a lot of people, that might be something to say, oh, I'm not going to, you know, talk about my faith while at work or, or, or even, you know, I, on your branding, it's, it's virtuous, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's infused into your brand. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So it's kind of obvious because, like, the word virtuous, you think mm -hmm. of the virtuous woman, right? Mm -hmm. And so my thing has part of the brand was it was a brand for women and mm -hmm. to uplift, encourage. And then when you think about the virtuous woman, um, biblically, like, she was a woman of many hats. Mm -hmm. She was a a real estate agent. Like she picked the land. Um, she uh, was a designer. She picked the the fabrics and made clothing for her home. She went to the market. Um, she was a great asset to her husband. She was a total businesswoman, um, but still with so much grace. Um, so that's one thing. Like sharing my faith with grace. Um, I'm I'm not like I don't have to quote the scripture to share it with people. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't I don't share it with the purpose of trying to get you to believe what I believe. Mm, I just okay. want like my life and my experience to be an example. Yeah. And if that causes you to believe God, hey, the purpose is fulfilled. Like just mm -hmm. really letting the word do the work. But I'm not a, a beat you over the head with a Bible <laughs> person. And I'm not a <laughs> quote the scripture to the T and tell you where it comes from. And this is what you're going to do. This is what you should do. Um, 
no but just sharing it in love you get more bees with honey but just sharing my faith and my experience um in love and just being mm -hmm. an encourager of men that's all yeah yeah i think that you know that's something that of course people notice like you said virtuous in in the in the brand um and, but i think it's also something that some people don't want to do right they don't want to uh infuse those two or mix those two their their faith in their business so i definitely wanted to make sure that we had a chance to talk about that because i definitely think that's part of uh Ren renee is on here she says amen hey renee um, <laughs> yeah she has an amazing story renee so i just think that that is you know it's it's something to be said and something to be proud of because like i said some people wouldn't wouldn't do that and, and except and to the point of taking their brand and and literally like you said you know, uh, pattering it after the virtuous woman. So, you know, just, you know, I don't know if kudos is, is enough, but blessings on that. I think it's, I think it's great. Hey, Renee. So you mentioned, um, and I'm going to use the hashtag beyond the chair. You mentioned okay. beyond the chair for Bethany. Okay. And a little bit more. Can we talk a little bit more about what the future holds and what it looks like for you beyond the chair? Um, for me, beyond the chair, mm -hmm. so I'm not going, I don't plan to go back behind the chair, mm -hmm. but people keep asking me something like, can I have to do a few uh, pop-up shops just so I could um, connect with um, a lot of my my former clients? Because people still, like, they message me, what should I be using on my hair? Mm -hmm. Do you know anybody that could um, do my hair? And so I do, I keep them connected to a lot of my um, stylist friends and um, just give product knowledge and information. But for me, so right now we are working on the salon suites, um, the first location. Um, ultimately, I think we're thinking about just three locations and we should be good. Um, but, and then I have this virtuous collections. What, what are the salon suites? Are they just buildings where then people come in and rent booths? Is that what that is? I don't, I don't What's that? What is that exactly? So, so it allows, so we'll, we'll lease uh, private suites to beauty professionals. So cosmetologists, barbers, makeup artists, nail techs, um, lash technicians, massage therapists. So we want to create where a customer could come in and have a full service experience. Mm -hmm. by utilizing the professionals that we have at our location. So okay. So there'll that, be multi the, um, more than one person in there. Yes, more than one person. And then even for, so for me with the education side, um, just offering education for those beauty professionals to continue on um, building their career, a community to network with and to grow with. Um, and then I do have virtuous collections where I sell my, my popping lip glosses that I always sell out of. Um, so I'm waiting on that right now. So initially, um, I had started focusing on just the beauty brand of, of products. So we launched the lip gloss. And last month, we launched the eyeshadow kits, the eyeshadow palettes. And so it will extend with our lip liners that's coming, eyeliners, and then the hair care and skin care. And um, okay. that will sum up the, the collection. 
So that's what I'm going to be doing beyond the chair. I don't, I don't think I want to go back behind the chair as far as um, those long days and nights standing on my feet, um, styling, but focusing yeah. on the product side and um, the business side of things. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were definitely working. I mean, I remember you were, I mean, because I would come in decently late. I would be, I feel like, I think sometimes we would leave and it would be dark. Yeah, you, know? you, you were all, Taryn was my, every week, every two weeks? Every two weeks, I was there faithfully. Um, Last client on Thursday nights. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember sometimes it would be like Charles would walk us out. You know what yep. I mean? Because it would be so dark. Yeah. You know, we'd be like out. in there by ourselves and, you know, and, yep. and he used to always come check on you or be upstairs. So, you know, that was always like our yep. little routine. My, my husband was my security. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our security. Yep. Both of us, because we were both in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got yes. two minutes. Two more minutes. Uh, what final thoughts might you have for people listening? Again, it doesn't have to be beauty related. doesn't have to be shock related. doesn't have to be beyond the chair related. You know, it can just be anything that, you know, sums up Bethany, you know, share, um, you know, uh, tells people, you know, kind of a, you know, like I said, put a bow on it for us. Any, any final thoughts for us that, you know, about your journey or, or how to help others? Ooh, you said helping others. Okay, so today... I have one more question after that. Okay. Today, my thought has been actually about helping others. That's funny that you said that. You have to help yourself before you can help others. I have been in like a self-care thought because I was trying to get some things done for my business. And um, I had like three meetings. And in the midst of that, I had a phone call of someone who seems to be in distress and it's like a cycle and I will often break to help others. Um, but I started noticing like when I would get very productive, um, I could, I get distracted easily sometimes. And that was an excuse for procrastination because I had to stop and help others. And it was a lot, it was, actually making me um helping in my procrastination and um i had to really learn to focus and discern like when i'm supposed to help others and when i'm supposed to allow my productivity to flow and not be so available all the time for others that i can't help myself mm. so um i think that's what i would say to any entrepreneur um, right now it's great to be a help to others um, I love sharing information I will give out information like my life depended on it but when it comes to building your brand and your business and just getting things done and being productive learn how to discern what things are distractions and what things are actually helpful in your journey uh learn how to discern what things are distractions and what things are helpful speaking of distractions i got one right here so i but i think that's i i uh -oh. i um i was thinking at my job the other day it was interesting i was working in um 
my phone was ringing, you know, like multiple times. And I thought the same thing. I thought, I, I can't answer these calls right now. I have to finish whatever task I was doing, you know, and I want to help people and I will definitely get back to people. But I couldn't answer at the moment because to your point, I had to finish what I was doing or I was never going to finish it. And I had to say, okay, T, you'll, yeah. you will get back to the timely manner, but right now you can't answer. So Max jumped up here because my final question, I've been asking this to, to guests recently. Um, you know, they always say curiosity kills the cat. Max, they're not you though, buddy. <laughs> um, so what things, what is something that you're curious about? Ooh. This is for Max. I don't know. What am I curious about? Anything. Could be work, could be life. I think probably just life, life in general, because I'm trying mm -hmm. to find a balance, like mm -hmm. with um, getting back into business and just the self-care part, like caring for myself, mm -hmm. um, family, people pull on you, um, caring for others. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just curious about the balance of life and, and, yeah. and try to, trying to juggle things and um, pleasing myself and others, you know, not that yeah. you have to please others but um, definitely myself. It's definitely a challenge. I heard this thing the other day that said, and we'll go after this, uh, it said balance is not doing everything all the time. It's doing the right things at the right time. You know, because we try to think we have oh, all these yeah. spending at all times, but it's not really that. It's like, where are, what thing are you doing at the right time? are you doing the right thing at the right time? Not necessarily are you doing everything all the time. So I thought that was good because it helps me kind of compartmentalize when I'm thinking about balance. So I agree. I'm curious about how to find it myself. Well, I want to, um, we are at our time. So of course, I thank you. Of course, I think everyone that's joined. I'm also going to thank everyone that is going to watch this in the future because what I realized is people go back and a lot of people watch this later. So if you are um, watching it later, then other than today, other than live, thank you so much. Make sure you are going to my YouTube channel and subscribing. Make sure you are checking us out on Apple Podcasts, their prior episodes there, and on my IGTV. If you are near Bethany, um, please make sure you check her out. And her handle is uh, at the top, should be, you know, when it shows Instagram, shows both of us. So make sure you um, hanging out with Bethany, see what she's got going on. Definitely check, check out her collection um, and um, like us, follow us or follow me, uh, like the video, whatever it is, you know, I'm trying to get all those social media terms down, whatever, whatever they say nowadays. Um, otherwise, Bethany, I'm going to give you a call in just a second. And of course, you know, okay. thank you so much for your time and I appreciate your willingness to share. And I'm going to call you in just a moment. Awesome. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care of yourself. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.